This episode is brought to you by Iconic Luxury Streetwear. Iconic Luxury Streetwear is a multidisciplinary experiment founded by the Tava Brothers, established in 2020. A clothing brand that has a thesis of a vision birthed reality, rooted in God created all in his image. Get your merchandise at IconicLuxuryStreetwear.com. What's going on, everybody? Welcome to another episode of Iconic Conversations here to bring entrepreneurs, community builders, and world changers here at building leaving an impact. Today, I have two special guests. Got some real estate entrepreneurs, community developers, host of HGTV's Buy It and Build It, Chris and Calvin Lamont. Welcome to the show. What's going Thank on? You. What's Thank going you. on? Thank you. Thank, Thank you, you for... Uh... Thank you for having us. It's, it's, it's our pleasure to be here. Oh, absolutely. Absolutely. Us, no, no problem. We, uh, you know, this is a real, this has never been done before having somebody being a guest um, with the background of the actual house, you know, the, the proof of the work that y'all are doing that like, I'm so psyched for this. I, I was really looking forward to this. So again, thank you for coming on the show. Um, and of course I gave my own little introduction about who you are, but um, I want y'all to introduce yourself. Chris, you go first, and then Calvin. Yeah. How you doing, everyone? My name is Chris Lamont, one half of the Lamont brothers. We're entrepreneurs. We're developers in cities like Augusta, Georgia, Macon, Georgia, Illinois, Dallas, Texas, where we reside and live at. And we also are on HGTV show. We're hosts of our own show called Buy It or Build It. Check it out on Discovery Plus. <laughs> Cal. Hey, what's going on, everyone? I'm the other half of the Lamont brothers, Calvin Lamont. And um, like my brother said, he we also are authors. We're writing our first book. So that should be coming out hopefully in the end of 2023. And um, our show on HGTV, we we're blessed to get that. And it aired in May. And like Chris said, you can catch Buy to Build It on Discover streaming on Discovery Plus if you haven't watched it on HGTV already. So glad to be here. Yeah, absolutely. No, thank y'all, gentlemen. Thank y'all. So now with that, obviously there has to be a, a nucleus at beginning to the story, right? Because, you know, obviously, you know, everyone out there would like the idea of working with family, working with their brother, right? This is a very special and rare case, but I want to go back all the way back. Like, how did the LeBlanc brothers come to be? Like, how did this start? Calvin, I want you to go ahead. 1985 and my, when we were born as twins. Uh, nah, I'm just being funny, but now nah, um, I'm gonna I'm gonna fast forward to when we when we um when we left college, graduated college in 2007, and uh, um, Chris was the original one saying he wanted to come to Texas. With one of our old business partners, so we're not on the Your phone's bringing up a little bit, Cal. Mm. I'm sorry, we're live though. So, so down a little bit. So we came out of this and we're supposed to start a company right away in real estate. And only 20 years old after school, but it didn't go that way. We went our separate ways for a couple of years, just trying to stay alive and struggle. But we always had the goal of wanting to be real estate developers, never to be TV hosts on HGTV. That came later. But uh, um, so Chris and I, even though know, we, so for a couple years, we did our own thing just to survive. And Chris had his fiance 
down here. Uh, we came back in 2010. Started our first company, which was uh, a gentle oh, floor care take company. I'll take, I'll take it over real quick. Calvin Phone, you, uh, go ahead and get your stuff together real quick over there with your Wi-Fi, and I'll, and I'll take it over. This is but you know how we do it, though. That's why we that's why we uh, a team, though, right? So the Lamont brothers and Calvin struggling. I'll pick it up a little bit. That Wi Fi is struggling. Is it that bad? Your Wi Fi. That Wi Fi struggling. But so what we Kyle was trying to say is basically, out of college, we came out real hard and strong and started to figure out what we're gonna do. It wasn't easy, right? You know what I'm saying, T? We had to really grind, just like everybody doing now. We didn't have our parents. Our parents lived in a different country at the time. They were living in Doha, Qatar, in the Middle oh, wow. East. So they were far away from us. We didn't have any support in terms of our family to get us anything. We had to work on our own. So with that, we literally had to go find places to work. Cal was working at the dealership selling cars. I was on the street selling random items, knocking on doors, selling children's books and candles doing anything we could to survive it definitely wasn't easy man even to the point where we had to end up giving blood just to be able to to survive and get money to eat that night so we understand wow. that the struggle is definitely real and obviously in the book we're gonna get more into detail but just wanted you guys to know that it's not easy sometimes and if you but but we had a goal in mind right and our goal was we wanted to be community developers we wanted to be able to sell homes, entry level, workforce housing, build communities through programs and stuff like that, which we're trying to do now with the Lamont Family Foundation. So we're trying to do that now. But even when we started, we had to go. So that allowed us to struggle without feeling sorry for ourselves or feeling embarrassed because you see Instagram and stuff. You see everybody starting to shine and everybody doing their thing out of college. But we had to go. So we didn't mind doing what we had to do to get to where we are now yeah yeah Th thank you for that perspective i mean i would not have never expected that right i mean of course you know there's always a story behind the person's um or a, a duo's success right and so calvin during those times of that i guess the struggle years right because i mean honestly entrepreneurship is a struggle right you choose your heart you can choose your heart in terms of like saying ah, i don't want to be disciplined i don't want to do that or I'm choosing my heart of building community, getting, you know, building a, a legacy and, and impacting other people. But like, what was the mindset that y'all had to develop or like um, that you like developed over the course that made you continue to be persistent? Well, that is, and, and Tanaka, always stop me if I'm breaking up too much, okay? I Don't worry, you. I'll do it. Don't worry, Cal, I'll do it. Chris, please, when you do it, it's a little, it's a little you know how he sound, but hey, th am I, do I sound better now, everyone out there? You sound good. Yeah, you sound way better. So I was in my office. And I got three levels in this in this house. Um, so um, that's a great question, right? The mindset. And I think that's what every, it's all about the mindset, no matter what industry you're doing or what you're doing in life. If it's in school, athletics, if it's in business or in TV, um, the mindset of being able to adapt and having that kind of self-confidence through through knowledge and hard work. So when my brother and I first started, we were kind of moving a little too fast and didn't have all the knowledge, but we had the same enthusiasm and all the hard work. So all that was there, but we didn't have the knowledge and the experience and the resources that we needed. We were a little naive at 20 something years old. So we didn't 
succeed like we like we wanted to as fast as we wanted to in the beginning. So we learn to slow down and speed up is a phrase that we use a lot. And that's a mindset. So that's that, that's the kind of that's a phrase that you can use that you can put into your mindset. Slow down and speed up. And what that is, is it's a process of understanding that what I'm going to do and everything great takes time. You know, yeah. I know everything, everything's not microwavable. We got to throw some things in the oven. Right. So at the end of the day, slow down and speed up. What that does is it gives you the process and you have a step, you have a process in your head of what you need to do to make that go successful in your head and be able to pivot and adapt while you're moving in there, moving that way. So that's the mindset you need to have. And those are some kind of real tangible things that we actually put in our book also that you can use in your day-to-day life and anything to kind of understand that, oh, moving too fast could be just as bad as moving too slow. Mm. And it, and it's so, you know, but th- this is actually a good reminder because of my coach, my track coach, right? He told me, in my weightlifting coach, slow down. And I'm like, how can I slow down? Like, this is the time when I'm able to do it. Like, I'm trying to build and I'm whatever, whatever. So this is a good reminder. But um, Chris, I want to question to you. I want to ask this to you. How do y'all slow down? You know, um, in this time and age when you obviously have so many different projects going on or whatever, what are some like practical, tangible steps of how you slow down and how has that helped you, you know, throughout building? Slowing down really is looking at the process holistically, right? Taking a step back from what you're about to do and get your ducks in order, right? So if it's sports, slowing down is working smarter, not harder, right? Being able to do the workouts and the techniques correctly, right? Going into the gym working out on things that you're that you don't know what you're doing i'm you know you're doing this and doing that that's not going to get you where you need to go right have a coach understand read learn what you're doing same thing in business what we do in business though is just a little bit more you know structured when it comes to uh, if you're trying to start a new business figure out your strengths your weaknesses your opportunities your threats what are you trying to do understand what is the barriers to entry how do we Who is in the industry now? Who do I need to be working with? How do I get it done rather than, and we did, and we made this mistake. That's why we can talk about it now. We made the mistakes going in thinking we can do whatever we wanted and it just didn't do that. Not until we started realizing that, okay, let's figure out where do we need to get the business from, right? For example, doing, you know, when we started doing water damage and restoration, we realized that you can't knock on a door. You can knock on a million doors in that business and you won't get the work you want. You have to wow. go to insurance companies and find that way to get in there because they give you the work. Same thing in life and any business. Understand what really needs to be done in your genre or in your profession to become successful. And then you hit that hard, right? Once you realize and you feel comfortable that, okay, this is what I need to do and this is what's going to actually make me successful, then you bust your butt to get it done ASAP. You work super hard. You don't slow down. Wow. those That's some... That's, um... That's actually really, really good. I mean, of course, you know, because I'm learning this right now in business school, understanding the squats, um, understanding the barriers to entry. But it's it's so it's so it's kind of it, I mean, candidly, it's so frustrating when, you know, you want life to go a certain way, but you have to pivot because, of course, things don't go the certain way. Right. I mean, you're building a house right now. Things might not happen. Calvin, you might be having an interview right this like that, that, that right there, that little thing. We didn't expect that to happen, but you pivoted so gracefully. 
right? And so I really think it's really important that we continue because it gets a lot of my audience is my age, right? I, I speak, I'm very grateful to have over like, you know, people who are like 60 plus, 50 plus, but it's mostly like Gen Z. And of course, you know, we want everything fast because we see how people are blowing up with millions of followers on TikTok and, and Instagram and, you know, getting the flashiness. And I sometimes get like, I'm like, oh man, like I want to be there. And then I felt close. And then after that, you know, life happened. So um, I guess I'm really speaking, how do y'all bounce back, right? Uh, what, Calvin, like what was your, what was the lowest moment in the entrepreneurship journey that y'all had? And how did y'all bounce back from that? I'm going to go to TV now because I know a lot of y'all are young and probably like, man, y'all TV guys talk TV. So look, Chris, I'm going to pivot to TV because we could apply what Tanaka is saying to anyone in industries. But I want to talk about our show in HGTV. So my brother and I being blessed to have our HGTV show that did not come overnight. So I'm glad you asked that question. So we were right now, my brother and I just turned 37. We were 29 when we when we first started communicating with the networks and production companies. And wow. if you're asking, how do you get a TV show? I make this a quick, I make it real quick. Um, Chris and I were discovered by an executive, ex-executive um, in marketing and said that he he loved our energy, what we're doing, the community with building houses. And at this point, we really just started doing flips and just started building like single homes, not even communities, just a home and selling it, right? And so we were introduced to several production companies, um, big time production companies that do a lot of work. And excuse my brother, he's just in and out. So excuse us guys, we're still working. Um, but um, so we, we were introduced and had meetings with four production companies. And as we met with them, they all loved us. So that's the first step of getting a TV show, guys. You have to have to connect yourself with a production company. Even if you are a production company, you still need a production company that could produce and actually create the show because mm. that's how it works. It's like the, the, the network is the bank who will provide you with the money and then also the quote unquote platform. But the, the production company is the one that actually produces the like the home builder. They build the house up. Right. And the network is the bank that gives the producers the money to build it and to provide a product for the for the quote bank slash network to live in slash air on TV. Hopefully, I mean, was that clear to Naka how I explained that? Yeah, yeah, absolutely, absolutely. Okay. So that was the so so that here's the hard part. So that was so we thought we were going to be superstars, guys. We were we we were literally we 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 had we went to L.A. We were going to L.A. parties. We had we, we already got the best entertainment lawyer. From over there, who won the won entertainment lower of the year, our, our attorney Daryl Miller. Um, so we were already like, yes, we want to be on TV. We were filming, and guess what happened? What happened? Network, what happened? The network says no. So at this point, we're 30 years old, we film, they say no. They say we gotta film again. So we're 30, we film again, they say no again. That's two times we film, we think it's over. That production company leaves. We have another production company that we're currently that, that we are currently still with, which is called JB Productions. We partnered with them in 2018. That's two years later. And then we film, we film two more times and we get two more notes from HGTV and all other networks. So right now, in two years, Chris and I have filmed four times for new HGTV and a couple other networks, and we got told no every single time. And then we filmed one more time. We got another no. So finally, guys, in 2020, October 2020, 
our last time we film, we shoot a whole first act, which is like eight eight minutes of a of a one hour episode of five to five acts in an hour episode. Our episodes are hour long, and they said yes. So we were told no five times, four to five times before we got that one yes from HGTV and our top executive that said you guys have your first series. You have six episodes of bodybuilding on HGTV. So going through those no's and doing all that work, five years of work and five no's to get one yes was worth it. But we kept doing what we were doing in our day-to-day lives. And so every time the network came back to to give us another opportunity, we were ready. So stay ready and just keep getting better because time is always going to pass. Mm. And then also I would say that what we're going to pass is what you do with it is what matters. Kind of mm. like those little quick, kind of like the quotes. One, the one thing that I would say that how we get through that is that you don't, you accept, you have to accept what you can't control. Right. Right. You cannot control, especially when it comes to entertainment business, right? We can't get mad when Instagram only gives you, you have a great reel, you did it all great. And you get, you get one, you think you did the best in the world. You want to go viral. You get a hundred looks because and you got 5,000, 10,000 followers. You can't control that, right? We don't know why it happened. You can't control that. Just like when Calvin and I were on TV and we thought, and everybody that was shooting it with us thought that we had to be on TV five years ago. And we just, this has to be on. Well, who else could do it? Guess what? It don't always work out that way. We can't put that on ourselves in terms of we're not good enough. We got to understand that it's just uncontrollable. It is not that time yet for whatever reason. And there's other opportunities that can come. So anything that we're doing, when you can't control it, you can't sit there and say that, oh, I'm the worst or I can't do it. You got to keep on working hard. Don't take it too serious in terms of what they feel about you. It's business. A lot of times in entertainment and in real business. So you got to keep on working and you can't be too worried about what other people are going to do because you're not in that room. There's other people in line and just got to continue to have that effort and have that fervor of working hard and putting your best foot forward. So when the time does come, you're ready to rock and roll. And it actually helped us that we wouldn't have been ready four or five years ago, I think. But being starting two years ago, getting on TV was exactly the time we wanted it. Starting to work with facilities, being bigger developers. We were more prepared now than we were seven years ago, five, six years ago. Wow. Wow. That's incredible. Because, I mean, you know, there has to be a level of resilience. But at any point in time, did y'all feel like y'all were going crazy and like wanted to give up and be like, what's the point? <laughs> oh, oh, I mean, well, oh, yeah, I think I think there's two things you can feel mutually exclusive. You could feel crazy and, 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 and what's the point, but never have that. I want to give up. So it's really so. So but that that's when the adaptive like, it, we're not saying to keep the, the, the keep hitting your head on the table over and over and thinking you're not going to get a bump on it. We're saying that, hey, what you're doing, understand you're not perfect no matter who you are. But if you have your end goal in mind, our my brother and I end goal was always being real estate developers, right? right. So no matter what we did, even if we pivoted, if it was flipping houses, building new houses, or then doing what, or just being general contractors with before we started flipping our own houses and stuff, we were general contractors to learn the industry. So we did a lot of things in the realm of investing and developing that maybe wasn't exactly that until we, but they, all those things helped us and built the skills, the resources, the knowledge experience that we needed to be better when we got to the point of now, which is owning hundreds of lots across 
the nation and building. And, 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 and then Cal. Oh, please, and let me just finish my. Please, let me just finish my. Not one time. Let me get a word in real quick because you're going to go Hold on, Cal, real quick, just to go off of that point. I'm sorry, you like I get my point. But yo, we real brothers, right? Because he'll just keep on going. No, but Chris, nobody's ever get you off here. Go ahead, Chris. Please go. Let me get a word in real quick. Is It's just like when you're playing sport. You said you're a track guy, right? It's yeah. the same thing in sports, right? Like, we understand that if you lose a race, same thing in sports. Like, we kept, we used, we played Division One football in college, and we did those things. And we take that, we take how you take lo lo losses in sports, in business is no different. That's why right. I really, I think that when people play sports and when I have two children, well, I put them in sports because of that right there. There's no other thing in this world where you get an immediate reaction to what you've done right or wrong, right? You're right. accountable immediately. Everything else you do in life, you can always have an excuse about what happened, right? In sports, you lose, a, you lose, you lose. It is what well, it is. This is, right? this is when I, this is when I disagree. But uh, hey, guys, for, for the record, that, for the record, you cut me off to say something so asinine to me that was so subjective. Is <laughs> not the sports is not the so, only thing you can think of to do not, that is. But no, but, but no one said that. But Tanaka, you can, like I said we're we're good. You can agree with me when it comes to sports being one of the best ways what? to realize failure and how you come back fast. What do you feel about right. that? No, you absolutely. Know what I'm saying? It's one way, you yes. It's, it's one of the biggest ways. And as being kids, it's one of the only ways when you're young and starting, because we start in business, especially in Generation Z, we're starting business earlier and earlier. Right. right. So the life, our life, our life, our life does not really start until you get out of college. So we don't have those failures when you're super young. Maybe you get an F on a test or something like that. But true failure when you're young comes from sports. Right. You get what I'm saying? Like, no. that's when you learn how to fail and learn how to adapt. So, that's what I think is so important when you play. So I told anybody, when you play sports, that's going to give you a real life and a grown person's feel of what it is to fail, right? It's no different when you play football in the NFL or playing Pot Warner, a loss is a loss. So right. you know what I'm saying? I'm you sorry. Know how to okay. adapt and get better. But Calvin, you go ahead. What's up? You, said, so, you disagree. Yeah, Calvin, I'm over here. Right. Mind, but this is, but this is good, though. This is good, though, because I like to listen more. As you can see, I don't, I took my meat. I don't cut people off. He's more of a, a jumper on. But, guys, don't let that, like, whatever he said is his opinion. It's not about sports. You know, I have a daughter. You don't have to play sports to get that. There's a lot of losses you take before you're even out of college. My brother and I moved so many times growing up to different states, and we lose friends, and we lose certain things that we're losing. It's not all of it. There's so many ways that you can lose in life, but you learn from them. So we call them lessons. So no matter, no matter what avenue you're doing, if it's sports, if it's your artist, if it's your 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 video, if you're a gamer, all these things. If you're if you're a social media influencer, guys, they're lessons learned. So before, so I think so. I don't want to belabor the point. We can move on. I just think yeah, that. But, yeah, but, but it's, hold it's, on. But let me respond to that. I'll, let me respond to that. So <laughs> I 100% agree that sports is just an immediate accountability. You get what I'm saying? It's an immediate accountability in terms of you're doing something that has an end goal that's immediate that you need to accomplish, either you win or you don't win. It's pretty simple in sports. Other items it's that one way in can be objective, but it's only one way I understand that, but it's one of the most immediate and strongest ways where people grow and you can adapt fast from week to week, right? You play a basketball game on Monday, we got another one on Wednesday. What can we do better to get to go past it? Yes, from my brother's perspective of growing up playing sports, that's what he sees. I see a lot more. I have another, but let's move on from that. 
That's his perspective of how he grew up in sports. Mm-hmm. Only he's very he's very sports oriented in his life. He brings it up a lot. I'm not so much. Yeah, you know, yeah. What, what, did you, wait, Calvin, did you play? Yo, y'all both played. I played, play I played sports all my life to the top level. It's just that I don't. There's so many so, other yeah, things yeah. that I did. There, that, there, 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 yeah, I, I hear you, but there's not. But those are all. Let's move on, Chris. You're cutting people off too much. It's getting disrespectful. Let's move on. No, this is funny. No, I love this. I love this so much, right? Because this is really, really awesome and incredible. That the fact that hey, you know, we are able to have disagree and whatever. And this is part of the teamwork, right? So obviously, this gives a little bit of a feedback of your dynamic. But I would argue that y'all. Because, you know, you need healthy disagreement in order to be able to build legacy, right? And it feels like this is important. But, like, what do you feel like has been the best thing that y'all um working with one another? What have you felt like has been I the best the thing? the best thing is what you hear right there. The fact that Calvin's going to be who he is, right, and say what he says on his mind no matter where he's at, right? He's going to do that. And I'm a little different, right? So we're able to bounce off of that. When we're at the house or in the office talking about a certain situation, we're going to hear each other's opinions no matter what. And they might come off aggressive, but we still understand each other. But we still understand each other to make sure that we get the final accomplished goal. Calvin, go ahead. I think the, I think the most healthy thing about a partnership in a relationship, no matter if it's in your life, your friendship or in business or your family, like my brother and I, who are business partners and family, twin brother, twin brothers, right? Um, is being able to understand the other person and disseminate information. So when I say that is, is you'll be you're able to communicate with the other person under with the, with the understanding of who they are, so you can get the right information out. And you can't be worried about. You have to be respectful and all those things, but you have to understand that, okay, we have different experiences and, and, and a great, a guy, we had a, a, a top guy in the industry told us the same thing. That's why it's good that my brother and I, even though we're twins, a lot of different experiences. We, we lived a different, I mean, he had his, his, I was single for a lot longer. He had a fiance for a while and a kid before I had my fiance and a kid and now he's married and I'm, not, and I'm about to get married. So, but all those things that you experience as individual people are experiences and things that you take in that are benefits. So when you're, when you're bringing that into a conversation, only you know that. So if you're not listening, if you're not letting that come into conversation, one thing can spark your imagination. One thing can take what you're doing to the next level. So so, so it's okay to interrupt and butt in and stuff like that because that's just how you kind of, you know, keep the passion going because you want to keep excited. But it's always good. And that's why diversity and inclusion mm-hmm. is so important at all levels of life and business and just like in the community. So that's what we do. We preach. We want to have a, a, a plethora of ideals and information kind of going in. And then we kind of merge those together. But don't get stuck in the mud with those. You kind of t- move those forward you know, right, and, and, and execute on the goals you have in life. Or Absolutely. Business. And then so with that, obviously, y'all are a pioneering, right? Because, again, I'm just so grateful that to be able to have this opportunity to chop it up with y'all. Because like when I, I'm, I'm a big TV and media person, I grew up watching a, a bunch of TV, all sorts of TV, Dr. Phil, Oprah, this, that, and the third, like, you know, um, you know, I watched a lot of HGTV growing up. Right. And then so because of my my family is a big um, they're real estate entrepreneurs. Right. And so I'm like, oh, wow, I've seen it. And 
but like I think I went to Baylor um, for my undergrad, and the big thing there was Chip and Joanna Gaines. Respect, love to them. But it's just like I always think about like you know Jay Z says you know on Hulu's and YouTube's you don't have a hue that looks like you, but now y'all are pioneering that. And 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 again, it's men, right, who are fathers too, you know. And I think that is so that's so incredible. Like, I, I, I it's just it, it's mind blowing and it's mind blowing. I'm glad you said that because that was important for us being so we all about inclusion. We want an HGTV is an amazing network, and we're blessed to have a platform like HGTV. Millions of viewers watched our show. It, it, it showed on HGTV Canada, HGTV UK, HGTV America, then other 90 other countries. So for us being young men, black, but also fathers, all the showrunners, the directors, the production company around us, we all kind of had that. That wasn't the main, that's just who we are. You know what I mean? That's another part of life, right? It's a part of society. There's a lot of people like us, but that's the point. Us being able to kind of show that on a network that isn't that 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 shows to a lot of different demographics is what was so great. So now and then also having our kids on the show. So if you watch our first our first season and our six episodes, you'll see Chris' son on 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 one. Chris has two sons. They were both on a couple episodes. I have a daughter. She was on a couple episodes. So us being able to show our family dichotomy, our business dichotomy, and then also the great families that we have on the show. So on the show, we have black families, white families. We have white designers that work with us, white realtors, Spanish. And we have doctors, lawyers, nurses, teachers, so many different people all on this show from all different walks of life. That's why the show is so amazing. And then you add in the super graphics and everything we have on the show. Yeah. It's like everything is just so cool. So that's why I just love, I just love the show. And that, that's why I'm happy you said that about our hue. This is one thing, but now when you watch us, that's almost like the last thing you almost see because everything else is so natural and it's so fun. Right. That's what we're hearing, so we love it. So now when you go to a different country, oh, they seen the Lamont brothers on HGTV playing in the gym or in the oh, in the wherever it's playing at, and I think that's just great and it's humbling and it's and, and it's sometimes like I don't think about that, so when I hear it, I'm like, oh, it's like wow. So it's cool. Yeah, and. Yeah, for sure. And the reason why I think because sometimes people that aren't in the predicament being a minority, Spanish, black, let's be real, right? Being a minority, we see it different, right? Because if you're if you're the majority, it's hard to empathize. You can't empathize or you can't sympathize, but it's also hard to empathize, right? So they're like, well, you got one person that did this for 10 years ago or whatever have you. And it just doesn't fall on their brains about seeing people who look like you because they always see somebody that looks like them. So we try to, we, we definitely understand the magnitude of being the first two black, which is crazy. It's 2021 when we came on the show, the first season, and we're talking about being the first black uh, uh, brothers that were on a full, a full season of HGTV out of the last 25 years they've had it, right? So right. we understand that there's still a lot more to go and to grow, and we're, we're continuing to work hard on HGTV doing the work with them we love how they treat us they they, they we're, we're a team but we we understand that we need to be at a certain level we need and that's why the show was so great because they allow us to be us first of all we didn't have to change and they also allowed us to be a part of a lot like calvin said able to include a lot of rgc's include the people we wanted to like nikki 
and Elton and Bria. So we were able to definitely get that. We were able to and show those, that. Those names, you don't know those names, but those are kind of some of the people. Wait, wait, that you want, that's why you got to watch it. That's why you got to watch the show. That's why I said you watch the show. Watch the show, y'all. Watch the show. You'll start to know those names. But, but, the network, but the network is getting great. We have so many other – there's so many other men and women um, – of all different backgrounds coming on HGTV. So they're doing a lot more now. And we're just happy to be a part of that movement with the network. And, yeah. and, we're, and we're happy to make history. You feel me? You're making history. But I mean, yeah, I know y'all are very busy. I'm going to keep this short. I'm going to, you know, again, just I'm going to give y'all your flowers. Thank you for this opportunity. Thank you for this chance just to be able to highlight y'all. My last question is, um, well, I got two last questions. But my last question is, my first last question is, what is two things that you would say to your 18 year old self chris we can do one each go ahead go ahead one thing, um one thing i'll say to my 18 year old self is get ready you gonna have a great time but slow down and speed up it's like i want to say you know what i take that back that's a good question what i'll say to my 18 year old self is just get ready Nothing. I won't tell him anything else because I think everything that I went on, everything I learned, I needed to learn and go through to have the skills and the experience I have to be able to do what I do on a day to day basis. So just get ready. Oh, you came back and took mine. You came back and took mine. I was going to say something the same. Twins. Thing. Like, don't. <laughs> I, I'm, I'm going to say it different though. Don't change what you're doing. Understand what you're doing is going to lead you to what you want to do, right? Yeah. And you're going to help others by doing it. So being able to get through those hard times and they're going to be hard. I didn't know, but maybe me being ignorant of knowing those hard times and me thinking that I was going to be a millionaire after three years of business and doing all those crazy things <laughs> that helped me. Do you know how we all think like everybody going to be rich in two days? You know what I'm saying? Trust me, we all that. So I think that keeping that kind of, you know, ignorance, I would call it, you know what I'm saying? And that, you know, and that helped me get to where I'm at today. So Chris, just keep doing what you're doing, man, because you'll get there eventually. You just don't know when. Yeah. And um, my last question is, I don't want to leave it on a morbid note, but I think it's a very impactful note is, um, what is the last thing, like, you know, tomorrow you're going to go away. You're going to go to heaven, Lord willing. What, what is something that you want to tell your children before you go? Man, I'll go first on this guy real quick. I got two children. I got a 12-year-old and I got a four-year-old, right? So my kids are already in seventh grade. And, you know, what I would tell them, if I had to go tomorrow, I would tell them, be a leader, not a follower. I would tell them, have respect for their mother, have respect for others, same as your mother, and continue to work hard and do what you want to do in your life and help people at the same time. You know what? I got a daughter. She's three years old. She's in school, just started school. And I tell my, if I had to leave, I tell my baby girl, I tell her just bring value and find value in everything you do and everything will work out. If you don't work, don't you don't have to worry about the money. You have to worry. If, you, if, you, if you worry about the value you find in life and what you could bring to others, I promise you people can see the value and it'll pay off. So wow. that's my That's beautiful, gentlemen. Gentlemen, pioneers, the Lamont brothers. The one and only, I'm very grateful. Your flowers, I just, y'all inspire me so much. And, um, you know, I just want to say thank you. Thank you. Thank you so much for being on the show. Thank, thank you. you. Hey, I'm hey, glad I met you in that show. 
and he's an art he's a he's an art guy too as well so that means he's one of our guys as well we love it man let's keep on doing it let's keep on rocking i can't wait to see the next art gallery all the listeners out there thank you for listening go watch our show you can stream it on hulu discovery plus philo and other streaming services buyer to build it with calvin and chris lamont yeah and follow them on instagram twitter at the lamont brothers let's go see you later we are out wow thank you so much for taking the time to listen to this episode hope you're able to take something away from this until next time follow iconic conversations on instagram and top of multimedia group on instagram as well share with your friends family or anybody else who you think needs this conversation until next time peace